word. Looking forward to this session tonight as we continue to uh, with our series of living a spiritual life in Christ. And the subheading is Revelation of Conferred Sonship. Let's pray and we'll get right into our training tonight. Holy Spirit, we thank you for another opportunity to come before the throne of God, sharing the word of God. I'm asking you to help me train the people of God on who they are in Christ Jesus. This is a wonderful year, the year, the year of performance. So we want to be performing everything that Christ desired to perform through us in a representation of God in the earth realm. So thank you tonight for anointing our minds to comprehend what the Spirit is going to say to the church and that we have feet uh, to walk it out. We have faith to stick it out. And we have praise to keep joy in our hearts and our minds. Thank you so very much for everyone that's on this line tonight, for every member that's connected to a Greater Global Life Center. We thank you so much for them. We pray, God, that you will continue to bless them beyond measure as they walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you tonight. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, it's been a good teaching so far this month, and I've enjoyed it. I've always been teaching along these lines. Um, I want to pick up on some commentation uh, that uh, the Holy Spirit gave me. I'm going to just go over some things uh, that ha we have written down, and then we're going to pick up uh, faith come by here and hear by the word of God. So it's always good to go over. I learned this from Dr. Hagen. Most of the time, people don't get it the first time, the second time, the third time, the fifth time. He said, but about the sixth or seventh time, people begin to grab a hold of what you're saying. And so that's why I like teaching sessions on the message so that we can really grasp the truth and begin to walk it out. But here, here again, as King, we are not only called to be filled with the Spirit, but we have the ability to live by the Spirit, which leads you into victorious manifestations in your life, just like Christ. And then we gave you Galatians chapter 4, verse 6, and at the Amplified, and it says, because you're really, you his sons, God has sent the Holy Spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. That's why we're able to call him God the Father. A Father God is called the Holy Spirit now, uh, has put the Spirit of Christ on the inside of us. Now, notice it says that God's the Holy Spirit of his son into our hearts. So, the same Spirit that Jesus had when he walked on this earth is the same Spirit that you and I have right now. To have the same benefits, uh, the same manifestations, the same demonstration that Jesus had when he walked on this earth because it's all done by the premise of the Holy Spirit. He further said to me, we must understand we are all called by God to manifest, to manifest the life of Christ in the earth. And we can do this by living a spirit-filled life on purpose. Now listen, by living a life on purpose now in the kingdom of god we don't do we don't live by chance we live on purpose on purpose we live by the things of the word of god so get that living a spirit-filled life on purpose you have to do this on purpose it's just gonna help uh happenstance happen it's just not gonna just come up on you no you have to pursue it and in your pursuit 
it becomes your purpose. And when it becomes your purpose, it becomes your passion. And when it becomes your passion, you're able to enjoy the blessings of the Lord in that, in that respect. You know what is said. Let me give you this. You know what is said. Most believers are not even trying to live this way because they are still full of themselves and they don't want they don't want to get into the word of God to transform their thinking according to Christ's mind and spirit. Uh, to transform their thinking according to Christ's mind and Christ's thinking. I want you to get that. Christ's mind and Christ's thinking. Now the Bible says, let's 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 look at something. Uh, while we hear, uh, let's look at. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. Now, again, I want to deal with uh, this morning, the Holy Spirit gave us something, and I pass it on to you. I want to give it to you. We don't, we don't do the word of God because we read it. We do the word of God because we meditate it and think it. And notice what we're saying, uh, uh, that a lot of believers do not get into this realm because they don't transition themselves to be transforming their thinking according to the mind of Christ and to the spirit of Christ. Mind of Christ, the spirit of Christ. Now, we all, through the Holy Spirit, possess the spirit of Christ because God said the Holy Spirit put the spirit of his son in us. But we have to train our minds to the spirit that's on the inside of us. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 2, it says, for we have the mind of Christ. I'm reading out the King James. We have the mind of Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. For who have known the mind of the Lord that we he may instruct him. But the last portion of this says, but we have the mind of Christ. Now, I want you to read that, get that. We have the mind of Christ. What does that say? We possess the mind of Christ, but just because we possess it doesn't mean that it's developed. So even though we possess the mind of Christ, we have to not get into the scriptures and develop the mind of Christ so that our spirit and our mind can come in agreement for manifestations and demonstrations in our lives. Now, let's go to Philippians, another scripture that uh, will show us this, Philippians chapter 2. Verse number five, Philippians chapter two, verse five. It says this, let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus. So the mind that Christ Jesus had is the mind that we're supposed to have. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Now, I want us to go to Romans chapter, uh, Romans chapter 15. I want us to look at this, Romans chapter 15. And uh, it will help us. It will help us immensely to grab a hold of what we're saying. Uh, and I love this scripture. This just came up. So let me get in this. Do, do, do. I love this scripture. So verse four. Well, no, verse three, excuse me. Verse three. Verse three. Now watch this. For even Christ pleased not himself. Watch this. Christ pleased not himself. Amplifying, for Christ did not please himself, gave no thought to his own interest. Now, that's what we get this from, from the Holy Spirit. 
you know what is sad? Most believers are not even trying to live this way because they are still full of themselves. And so they empty themselves, they stay full of themselves and don't want the word of God to transform their thinking according to Christ and spirit. Now, we just read you how Christ's mind did. Christ, listen again, in verse three, for Christ did not plead himself, gave no thought to his own interest. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that takes discipline. It takes much discipline. It takes much effort to, to leave what you want to do and take on what he has called you to do. It takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of boldness to leave your wants and take on his wants, take on his desires, which is, is what we're talking about as we learn that we have conferred sonship. Now, by the Christ, you must understand you and I will be judged. Now, this is so important. Listen, please listen. You and I will be judged on how well we develop our lives in Christ. And I say this, this is no joking matter. You must understand this. You must understand this. Now, in, in showing you this, because this is no joking matter, uh, the body of Christ must understand this. Now, let's go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. It's going to make sense to you. That's the training in the word tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Let's go back over this. It's going to help us immensely. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Uh, and we're going to look at verse 17. Verse and if you have the Amplified, go there with me, please. Uh, because, again, uh, you must understand you and I will be judged on how well we develop our lives in Christ. It's very, very important. Now, look at this in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse number 10, it says this, and I'm going to read it out to Amplify just for time's sake. Watch this. For we must all appear and be revealed as we are before the judgment seat of Christ. That's, it does not say the judgment seat of God. That judgment seat comes later. When the saints of earth come back to the earth after the rapture to help judge the world. That's the judgment seat of God. Here is the judgment seat of the saints. The saints, according to how they walk in Christ. Now, this is so very, very, very important. That, uh, and I think I wish pastors, teachers, whoever would teach this more because it will keep us focused and keep us in purpose. Now, let me give you this again. It's very, very important that for this is important. For we must all appear and be revealed as we are before the judgment seat. Now, look, the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive his pay according to what he has done in the body. What body? The body of Christ. What you have done in the body of Christ. Well, good or evil, considering what his purpose, when we talk about that, and motive have been in the body of Christ and what he has achieved in the body of Christ, being busy with in the body of Christ and giving himself to in the body of Christ 
and his attention to accomplishing the things of God in the body of Christ. Now, oh my God, this is so very important because you and I will be judged, stand before the of God according to how we walk in the image of Christ. Ooh you and I, let me give you that again. You and I will be judged when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ. We'll be standing before the judgment seat of Christ, which is the judgment seat of God and Jesus Christ. And they're not judging us for sin because I think they're judging blood. They're judging us for how we became a son on the earth. Did we represent Jesus Christ like we should have? Now, again, let me give you these things because it's so very important that you can you have a check off list to say, okay, am I doing this? Because one day I'm going to stand before God and he judge me on this. Let me give you this again. So important. So important. I'm saying it again. So important. So that each one may receive his pay. So you and I are going to receive a pay, a reward, uh, dividends when we get to heaven on how we walk in the image of God. Oh, my God. Somebody ain't going to get no check. Oh, my God. Somebody going to miss the blessing. Why? They didn't think it was important enough to trans transition their soul and their mind to the spirit of the living God. Now, let me give it this again. According to, number one, none in the body. Number two, whether good or evil. Number three, consider what his purpose. Number four, his motive have been. Number five, he has what he has achieved. Number six, what he's been busy with. Number seven, giving himself to. And number eight, uh, his attention to accomplishing. So that's eight, eight things that you and I will be judged in the anointing of Jesus Christ when we stand before him representing his image. I want to make sure I stress that to you tonight so that you can see the importance of this that we're given to you in the month of April. So this, again, this is no joking matter, ladies and gentlemen. One day you and I, we're standing for Almighty and Christ himself, and we have to give an account of how we represented him on the earth. Praise God. Oh, my, 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 my. That's preaching. Praise God. So what we have to do, let's go to Philippians chapter 2. Here's what we have to do. Philippians chapter 2. In the King James Version, Philippians chapter 2 in the King James Version, Ladies and gentlemen, which is real, real good. Let's go over there. Philippians chapter 2. Let me get over here. Philippians chapter 2, verse number 12. Watch this here. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, I'm starting at verse 12, not as in my only but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. In other words, that's, that's respect, that's reverence, that's awe. Uh, it's just a whole lot there that keeps you sort of in the pathway of God's uh, presence presence and God's purpose for your life. Now, I want to continue to read this because it's just good, but I want to shift it to Amplified. And we're going to start in verse 12. Listen, therefore, my dear ones, dear ones, as you have always obeyed my suggestions, 
So now, not only with this enthusiasm, you should show in my presence, but much more because I am absent. Work out, watch this, cultivate, carry out the goal, and fully complete your own with reverence and awe and trembling, self-distrust. Look at this amplified self-distrust with serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. Oh, good preaching, Holy Spirit. Oh my God. Listen to that, ladies and gentlemen. You and I have to walk a certain way so that we don't offend God and we don't discredit the name of Remember, we're going to stand before the judgment seat of God concerning this. This is so important, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, stay, stay zoomed in. Don't zoom out right now. Stay zoomed in because this is so important for your life and for your future when you stand before the almighty God. Again, let me give you that, ladies and gentlemen. If I don't get nothing else, I want to make sure back in a serious mode with God and understanding that this is very, very important for your walk with the Father and along with Christ. Again, let me give you this. Therefore, my dear ones, as you have always obeyed my suggestions, Apostle Paul is talking to the church at Philippi. So now, now with the enthusiasm you would show in my presence, you know, we all want to do it in front of, you know, the man of God or the people of God, but but what about when people are not around? What about when the preacher are not around? What about when the saints are not around? Uh, how are you? Is Christ still coming through you? Or are you going back to yourself? Are you doing what you would Because you say work out, cultivate, carry out the goal, and fully complete your own salvation with reverence, awe, and trembling, self-distrust, with serious caution, tenderness, of conscience, watchfulness against all temptation, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. Oh my God. Listen, when we do things like this, the Bible said we crucify Christ all over again. And when we go back and dip in sin and do those things that's contrary to the word of God, the Bible said we Put him on that cross all over again. Listen, he bear that Christ enough for us for the first time. Let's do the right thing by him. Let's bear his cross and do the right things uh, that, that calls for us to be Christ-like in the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's so important. So many people are lost in this world. They, they, they don't know who they are. They don't know what they are. They don't even know where they're going. But you can be the picture of their future. You can let Christ shine as being the salt of the earth, a salt that releasing the flavor of God, the flavor of the unknown, the flavor of the blessing to people around you, that they can sense a presence on you that they don't sense anywhere else. And you can begin to share the love of God and the compassion of God with those. Why? You let Christ flow through you to create an environment to entice them oh taste and see that the lord is good again ladies and gentlemen by request i just want to make sure uh we, we understand this because this is so important now i want to go to verse number 13 right there go to verse 13 after he says 
that we might not offend God and discredit the name of Christ. Verse three, he says, not in your own strength. See, you can't do this in your own strength. Remember the Holy Spirit is in you now. He's going to help you. But it is God, watch this, it is God all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and the desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. That is supposed to be our MO. We're supposed to be working for God and bringing him good pleasure, bringing him satisfaction, and bringing him delight. Why? Because every day we purpose to pursue the image of God. Every day we purpose to transform our mind and our spirit to be like Jesus on the earth. Every day we have distrust. Every day we find ourselves and we fill ourselves up with him. Uh, John said, I must decrease and he must increase. The more I decrease, the more he increase. The more I decrease, the more he increase. We have to do this every day. It's a, it's, it's, it's a daily death to yourself. It's a daily death. If not, you're going to always up and short circuit the image of God in your life. And that's not good for you. It's not good for people that see you. It's not good for people that hear you. So ladies and gentlemen, let's make sure we do our best to walk in the image of God. Take on the mind of God in every aspect of our life. So we have to search it out. We have to, we have to research it. Why? Because I'm called, I'm called to be like Jesus. I'm not just born again. I'm born again to be like him. I'm born again to uh, let his person flow through me and that when people see me, they see God. Like Jesus told Philip, when you see me, you're seeing the father. It should be like when they see when they see us, they see the Father. When they see us, they see Jesus. They should not see us. They should see them on the inside of us because that's what is supposed to happen as we are the salt of the earth. Now, in, in my closing, I want to go to Ephesians chapter 3. And I pray you're really receiving tonight from these truths. These things I've learned, these things I've governed my life by on a daily basis. Because I, one day, one day at the end of this journey, I'm going to stand before Jesus. And I'm going to give an account of my life, of Christ. Now, Ephesians here, I love this one. Oh, I love this. I love, I love this one. Now, let's glory to God. Now, we're still talking about uh, that... Uh, you must understand and you must get involved with God transforming your mind by thinking of and understand how serious this is. And you got to do this every day. And you say, Holy Spirit, help me to be more like Christ. So simple. Holy Spirit, say it right now. Holy Spirit, help me to be more ask him. Holy Spirit, help me to be more like Christ. I guarantee you, if you ask him, guess what he's going to do? He's going to help you to be more like Christ. Now, in conclusion, because time is slipping away, watch this. We're going to conclude here in Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 14. Oh, I love this. 
I love this. And I'm going to do it in the Amplified because my time <clears throat> is already 727. And we only got to 740. Now, watch this. For this reason, in the Amplified, if you have Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. First, for the reason, seeing the greatness of his plan by which you are built together in Christ. What? I am built together in Christ. I'm built together in Christ. I'm built together with Christ. I bow my knees. Because of that, I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom every family in heaven and earth is named, the Father from whom all fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. Verse 16. May he grant you out of the rich treasure of his glory to be strengthened, reinforced with mighty power in the inner man. Watch this. By the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and indwelling your personality. The Holy Spirit will help you change your personality. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit will help you change your personality. I believe I said that one more time. The Holy Spirit will help you change and rearrange your personality. That's what he's there for. Again, Holy Spirit, help me to be more like Jesus. Now, this is so important because if you don't ask the Holy Spirit, he can't help you in your innermost being, and he can't help your personality. And I always say the Holy Spirit, when I begin to study this, the Holy Spirit say, the per he, and I heard the word personality. The personality means the person reality. Your personality is you, you who are real in reality. What you see is what, what you, what you see is what, what's real. What you hear is what's real. You know, if your personality is not that good, your personality is shaky, your personality mean, your personality is, he says, look, I'm here to help you to rearrange your personality so your mind can be like Christ. And ladies and gentlemen, it takes the help of the Holy Spirit. You cannot and you will not do it outside the help of Christ. Remember, he said, he's our helper. He's our comforter. He's our standby. He's our strengthener. He's our advocate. He's our go-between. He makes it happen for us when we can't make it happen for ourselves. Sometimes you say, Holy Spirit, I need you right now. If not, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to leave God and I'm going to get back in. And that's not good for anybody. So, ladies and gentlemen, in my closing, I want to ask you to keep asking the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me to be more in the image of Christ. If you do that humbly, reverently, passionately, purpose, purposefully, guess what? That's what's going to happen. The Holy Spirit is going to say, all right, don't do this. All right, change this. All right, you did enough of that. All right, don't do that no more. He'll start giving you little, little droppings in your spirit, in your, your mind. And all of a sudden, you're changing. You're rearranging. You're evolving more like him each and every day. Christ is taking over your life. And when people see you, they say, man, you sure have changed. That's because you let Christ take over your life. Holy Spirit, we're helpless without you. 
We need you every day, Holy Spirit. Jesus sent you in this earth to help us in your ministry as a comforter. Now we value what we pray for your help. In a day where there's so much chaos, hate, racism that's in the land. Saints are losing hope through fear and anxiety, worration. Holy Spirit, only you can keep us focused. Only you can keep us strong. Only you can keep us vigilant. So I'm asking you to help us every day that we God allow us to see this blessed earth to take our lives more serious in Christ. And every day change something to be more like Jesus. And know the one and yes or no. Father tonight. Break every chain, break every felt that has us bound in any kind of way where Christ can't come through our life like he's supposed to. So tonight we yield to your Holy Spirit and say, have your way in our life every day and help us to be more like Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, I release this prayer over the body of Christ. Thank you for divine results. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I pray you got blessed as I did. Listen, opportunity for you to sow your tithes and offerings tonight. 